and welcome to Inspired with me, Linda Mariano. So today we're talking about a guy that has created worldwide hits before even releasing an album. It's Dean Lewis, Be Alright. So this is a song that went platinum within four weeks of its release. It's now quadruple platinum in Australia. It's gold in America. It's two times platinum in Sweden. It's still charting across Europe, the UK, Asia. The list goes on. So coming up for you in this episode, you'll hear how this ultra-perfectionist Dean Lewis kept reworking this song over and over again until he was finally happy. And you'll actually hear some of those early recordings that went on the reject pile. You'll also hear how he weaved together these real-life stories about love and heartbreak all into the one song. So this is Dean Lewis, Be Alright. And my friend said, I know you love her but it's over doesn't matter, put the phone away It's never easy to walk away Let her go, it'll be okay Welcome in, Dean. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Thank you for being in here. Thank you for tuning your guitar because you're going to be playing little bits and pieces throughout this, I reckon. It took, it took me a while to tune that. It was a bit embarrassing. <laughs> Like, just come off tour and I was trying to, like, be kind of, you know, tune my guitar and I couldn't really get through it. So. Dean, you're a perfectionist. Exactly. We know that. You yeah. put out pieces that are that are thoughtful and that are right there and we're going to talk about the making of one of those pieces right now. Great. The song that we just heard, Be Alright, let's talk about this monster of a song, a song that has truly taken charge over audiences. How did it start? So this was about four years ago and I was on a farm with a guy called John Hume. And we were like, I believe we were up there for like a week and we had like artists that were coming in and I'd be like the top line guy, I'd be writing ideas and melodies and John would be doing that and producing and together with the artists, we'd, we'd work on a song. And we kind of had two days off where there was no one coming in. And then this kind of sounds like it's not true because it's so ridiculous, but it's, it's true as anything. I was on my bed at the farm, speaking to my, my girlfriend at the time, and I was kind of just on the phone trying to make her laugh, and I was doing this like English rapper kind of like thing. I was just freestyling stuff, and she goes, that's actually pretty good, you should record that. And so I hung up the phone and then pushed record on my voice memos and started like, you know, just recording this idea. I then ran into the studio where John was like packing up and I said, hey, listen to this idea. He sat down on the piano and I had my guitar. We just pushed record again and recorded the voice memo that I've got today. It was really late at night, so we said, let's, you know, let's just work on this tomorrow. This is so cool. So then I went back to my room and I went to sleep and then my phone over that night had fallen and smashed on the marble floor. And my first concern was, well, there's the song because I, I I'm not one of those people that has like a good memory of this. I have to like get the idea down. And I was like really worried. And then I realized that I'd sent my girlfriend at the time a snippet, which is what I have today. And it was in my sent emails. So then we had the song. Um, straight away, I knew it was. I knew it was special because I played it to, played it to my you know mum and dad, and my brothers, and 
and, and people reacted really strongly straight away. The, the demo, which you just listened to, is, uh, it caused a few problems, I guess you could say, because I'm one of those people that I have a circle of people that I really trust, but I'm also really stubborn. And I, in the end, will go with what I think is right. I had this, it was a very stressful situation that was actually up to debate up until the song was released, which was a lot of the, the people around me um, who have been great just thought the demo version was a little bit better. But when I listened to it, I felt like the chorus never felt like a chorus. And so I went to America to work with a big name producer, but it, it didn't really sound right. Once again, it just, the chorus just never felt like a chorus. I mean, this was, I mean, I recorded the song so many times in the end, but it was, yeah, so I got this, this, this polished version and I just thought, didn't sound right. So I had this idea, which was, okay, the guys who, I, who produced Waves. It comes in closing carries us away. Nick Atkinson and Ed Holloway. And with Nick and Ed, I basically just took them in the song and we basically just started recording it from scratch again. The day before I went in to record it with Nick and Ed, I was sitting in my brother's, uh, he had a little apartment over there with his girlfriend. And this is one of the important moments in the chain of events that led to the song becoming what it was. And it was literally me just sitting there on my, on my guitar and I'd recorded the song twice already and I couldn't figure out why the chorus wasn't feeling like a chorus. It was kind of like, I know you love it, but it's over, mate. It doesn't matter, put the phone away. It's never easy to walk away, let her go. And the let her go, it, just, it didn't soar. It didn't feel like the chorus popped. So I was sitting in, in this flat and I, Genius took the capo up to four. It was sitting on two. No, you love her, but it's over, mate. It doesn't matter, put the phone away. It's never easy to walk away, let her go. And what comes with that when you take it up a key is your, it's more intense. It's more stress on the voice. And this is one of those songs that unlike a lot of other songs that I've done where it's like production, you can layer things up and make it big. This song relied completely on the vocal. And so when I took it up, the chorus sounded like a chorus. And I've got the voice memo here that I brought in, which was me in the apartment basically doing what I just did, but figuring that out for the first time. And my friend said, I know you love her, but it's over, mate. It doesn't matter, put the phone away It's never easy to walk away, let her go So you figured that out, you're in London and then eventually the song comes together because you've gone back to your sweetheart producers yeah. that were there that, that originally did a bunch of Dean Lewis EP songs. Yeah. And then the song comes out when? It comes out around mid-year. And yes. And about three weeks later... You perform it at Splendor in the Grass. Yes. And I actually have a little grab of what that was like. Okay, so this is your introduction at Splendor to it. This is a song I released three weeks ago and uh, to be honest, it's, it's reacting like I've never seen anything uh, connect with everyone. It's been incredible. I wrote it about seeing a message on an ex-girlfriend's phone and uh, but it's, it's mainly about surrounding yourself with good people. This is a new song of mine. It's called Be Alright. 
You know what? Uh, Splendor was a real blur for me because I, I have, I, I'm one of those people that's always anxious. You know what I mean? I'm always like, you know, like I'm backstage. And I'm like, okay, don't forget this chord. Don't forget this line. Um, but I remember, I remember everyone singing along at that moment. And it was one of the first times I'd ever heard that. Truly. L- listen to this. This is during the chorus. The love you born to find it's so cool, isn't it? Listen to that crowd. It's so cool. And you know, music. They're not easy words to remember. That's not like a baby, baby, ooh, baby. No, no, no. Why? No, you know, artists always say it's the best feeling in the world, but it really is when you hear yeah. people sing about Better than everything? Better than sex? It's equal. It's equal. <laughs> okay. We'll put that on quote. Yeah. <laughs> It's Dean Lewis with Be All Right for Inspired. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can check out another one where I spoke to Montaigne about her song, Because I Love You. She spoke about the quite fraught relationship that she was in that influenced her writing of this song. For him, it was like, well, he just didn't listen. He believed that I was a young woman and... My opinion was not as valid as his, and so anything I said was just, you know, like water off a duck's back, you know? Ooh, it's a little juicy one. That's Montaigne. It is inspired. I'm Linda Mariano, and I will catch you next time. Thank you for listening. Because I love you.